And a big T-Wolves fan, right? I am a big Timberwolves fan. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Boilings Pod. It's Anna. And it's Angie here with episode 11. Woohoo! Happy episode 11. Yeah, thank you. And happy almost Thanksgiving. Woohoo! Can't get over that. It's that Thanksgiving. I know. Like the holidays always sneak up on me, even though they shouldn't. I'm always right. like, wow, it's already almost the end of November. Where did the time go? Right. Like I'm hyper aware of what's happening on a calendar, but I'm also shook when Thanksgiving and Christmas finally hit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Are you ready for Black Friday at Lucy and Co.? We're ready. Oh my gosh. We okay, have been good. having, we've just been doing so many things and it's so fun. Like this is definitely like our busiest time of year. Like, peak season for anybody who's in e-commerce, but um, it's just such a fun time of year too because like we have all of our holiday apparel out for dogs. And so all the like photos that we're getting in from our customers and stuff are just like outrageous. Like they're so cute. There was a funny one I saw. First, I think it was a poodle and he was so cute. Yeah. I mean, people are just – dog parents and like dog moms in particular are truly like the funniest group of people like they just blow me away they're just so Mm -hmm. I'm a dog mom and like yeah I dress my dogs up and so and like there's just such a huge like range of like ultimate dog mom to just like cash dog mom and like we just get to see it all and it's so cool Um, cute cute yeah how's and we're recording um separate so you're in Florida yeah I am I'm on vacation we come down here on Thanksgiving and visit Travis's parents who live kind of in the West Palm Beach area. So it's, I mean, the weather is ideal. It's like 85 and sunny today. It was perfect. That sounds so nice. It's like 40 and cold. It is nice, like, just to be able to get away here a few times a year and escape the snow. Totally. It's honestly not that bad, you know, yet here or right now, but I guess tomorrow it's supposed to get cold, but... Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. But I'll be back for that, so I'll be cold too. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're recording this on Wednesday, October – I mean November. No. <laughs> Wednesday, November 22nd, the day before Turkey Day, the day that the Wolves yeah. play the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Minus Joel Embiid. What's it giving? Honest, well, <laughs> I'm not going to call him a bitch, but – it is. I mean, is he scared? I don't know. Um, it's saying something. It's saying something. Like maybe I'm afraid of towns. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And <laughs> Gobert, like the little twin towers, he just can't take the heat. Yeah. Um, I was watching the Sixers game last night, and was just like, yes, crossing my fingers it went into OT, and it did. And it did. I mean, I do yeah. have to say, like, what an insane back to back night for them because like they played at home in Philly last night, and then to like yeah. hop on a flight. To Minnesota, like I feel like they got the in way. at three or four, five a.m. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not Oof. complaining, but no, yeah, not for us. But I mean, I would be mad <laughs> as like a player, yeah, or just like a fan yeah. of that that gang. So anyway, oh, well, <laughs> go Wolves. Um, yeah, go Wolves. We've been um, this week in TBL universe. We've been ruffling feathers on Twitter. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, we got to talk about it. <laughs> Maybe we really um yeah. We had people spun up a little bit yesterday. I don't know. I mean, we were just causing some discourse around um we posted a little tweet that said if you don't what did it even say? I like can't even remember now. Like if you didn't like 
love us at our it was like chase budinger yeah alexi shved maybe jj Bray on the picture yeah like the cream and team then era. you don't deserve us at our and then the current lineup yeah yeah one of those kind of memes yeah and people were like low-key hot about it we had some people just like responding back to us like Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's so cute when people love to poke fun at other people's fandom and it's like one Or yeah, relax. like it, it's a joke. It's Can't a you joke. take a joke? Yeah. And then other people were like writing think pieces, it seemed, about it. Yes. <laughs> well, and then there were like whole other posts about, I have a great idea. Like, yeah. let's not gatekeep who can be fans. And it's like, are you that dumb? You really think that's what we're doing with this meme? I'm sorry, but do you not understand Twitter? Do you not understand like, Twitter? Yeah. And like also when we – like if we want to talk about like gatekeeping, like women um, have been yeah. kept out of sports for forever. So it's like mm-hmm. in the same breath. Don't even. Don't even. Yes. So many of these people I feel like in the same breath are like, let's not gatekeep the Twi- the Minnesota Timberwolves and then – um, wait, why do women even like sports? So I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you just think he's hot. Yeah. It's like <laughs> So anyway, that's our little rant on that. We're not gatekeeping yeah. anything. We want no. the Wolves to have the most fans in the whole league. Yeah, the more the merrier. Yeah, come on in. We'd love to have you. Yeah, this is the perfect time to join because I feel like it's going to be a good season. The best season. I'm so excited. Yeah. That's all we talk about is how excited we are. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I say it 30 times an episode. <laughs> excited, excited, yeah, excited. Me too. Um, so maybe those – maybe is that our chump of the week is just like people that yeah, need to chill like, out. And can't take a joke. Yeah, just yeah, calm down. Fuck, we are not here to like hurt anybody's feelings. So No, all are welcome. Yeah, join us. Um, <laughs> but then this episode is going to be our hotly anticipated Chris Finch episode. We just wanted to do like a yeah. little background on him. Yeah, not like too in depth, yeah. honestly, because there's not like a ton of information out there. He's but, kind of a secret guy. Yeah, just like his little history and how he got from birth pretty much to <laughs> the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. Um, do we want to, I guess, do we just want to dive right in with that? Do we want to talk about any of the games that we've been playing? <laughs> well, here, let's just go over the yeah, schedule. Okay. So, yeah, this last weekend, Wolves. It's our last one. Last episode. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. No, I was just saying like since our last episode here is what's happened. Yeah. But I don't even know oh. who did we cover <laughs> on our last episode. I think the Knicks – Monday's Knicks game was the first like upcoming mm-hmm. okay. at the time. Perfect. So, yeah, the Wolves played oh, wait, I don't know. the Knicks on Monday, which was a fun game. I mean, I feel like that was actually – I mean, we were going into it. Like the Knicks had the same – record as us I think at the time and then um, we ended up obviously winning by a healthy little chunk like 20 points or something 17 points yeah 117 to yeah yep. yeah held another team to like 100 points or less which is we love to see it yeah we do um, um yeah that was a good game yeah I feel like um Shake Milton had some really fun he's still definitely like trying to figure things out but he had some fun glimpses Yes, there were definitely times when Shake looked good and like was a valuable asset on the floor. Yeah. It was not often, but at least we saw some. Some, yeah, totally. He had yeah. like a couple of nice little assists and passes here and there um, throughout the game. He had a nice little bucket. Um, love to see TBJ getting some minutes. Um, yes. I'm a TBJ fan, so excited to see just like yeah. 
I don't know if he starts like kind of splitting some of Shake's minutes with Shake, um, what that looks like for us. Yeah, I would be happy to see that. Me too. Um, I'm like hopeful still for both of them. But TBJ, like coming into it, I think we are a little more excited about anyway. But for sure, just like the difference he can make on the floor. But I'm still like, I'm not giving up on Shake yet. Yeah. I want to see more. Yeah, ditto. I totally agree. And I think tonight, too, like against Philly, I'm hopeful for like a comeback little revenge game because that's his old team. So, yeah. Yeah. Some, I mean, sometimes that's all you need is to like play your old team and you have a you great break game, out of your so. little shell. Fingers crossed. I will say my little hero of the game, MVP of the game, was NAW. He seems like oh back yes, in finally, yep. yes, yep. Um, he was feeling it, feeling sure, it. feeling it. Yeah, he had some like cute little like mid range jumpers that I was like, okay, Dom, hit that shot. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see because he played so well for Canada, and then I felt like we didn't really see that same level of anything from him. Yeah yet yeah so this was nice to see like oh he's still got it like it's coming he just you know maybe it takes some time yeah because we we all saw his little arsenal during FIBA saw the arsenal then it yeah got locked up but now it's back yeah. open I don't know yeah <laughs> I don't know little <laughs> little gun safe reference like a weird I don't history know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah we won't I'm like arsenal yeah, we don't need to like get into like John Brown or anything, but yeah. that's like what I think of, like the arsenal and the battery. Um, I don't know if I know what you're talking about, so okay, we'll take it's that fine. offline. Okay. <laughs> um, but okay, let's get into Chris Finch because yeah, let's our leading man, Chris Finch, the winningest. Mm-hmm. He just recently became the winningest coach in Timberwolves history which is so fun. That's like huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing. I feel like these, like in his seasons with the Wolves last three seasons, he's taken us to um, our first few playoff appearances in a minute, which has been really great. Um, And overall, we're big Chris Finch fans um, at the Boilings. We are. And so are the players, which is like one thing I will say that, speaks to me like I'm not on this team but and I know like in the past we've had you know coaches where they say they have a great relationship with the players like Ryan Saunders for example Mm -hmm. um but I just always like hearing like what Ant has to say about coach Finch like I've just I like the relationship that he seems to have with everybody okay that was like a weird tangent no we can get into it that's okay yeah no I just agree he's definitely um like a player's coach. And I yeah. think that that's cool. And, you know, to your point, the players love him. So. Yeah. Um, so Finchy, as we call yeah, him. Yeah, you start us off. He, yeah, I will kick us off. And then um, we're going to kind of do like college years uh, and then get into some of his time over in Europe. Um, because Finch started out um, playing at a D3 school here in um, the U.S. And. Anyway, before I get into that, though, he was born on November 6th, 1969. <laughs> his um, nice MySpace account is – it- no, I'm just kidding. I don't know his MySpace. <laughs> but, yeah, November 6th. So he's a Scorpio. So Scorpio King. Oh. We love that for him. Um, okay. And he was born in Cambridge, Ohio. So a little Midwestern oh. cutie patootie. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Ohio. I mean, that – 
that seems fitting. Yeah, no, it totally does. Like his vibe is so Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he has a brother and um, yeah, oh, Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. So has a brother. Um, we're not going to get in too much into like Chrissy's. Um, I've never called him Chrissy in my life, but I guess I am now. Um, <laughs> we're not going to get too into like his personal life. He's like a private guy, as we said. So um, I did read one cool thing. Oh, that yeah. He said he maybe you're OK. Hopefully you don't get into this, but. He said he, like, his dad was athletic and his older brother was athletic, but he got his, like, tenacity from his mom, who was a rockette, like, the dancer. Okay. Like, she was, like, a New York City rockette, which is, like... Huge. As far as, like, trying... Yes. Like, becoming a dancer, like, they work so hard. They, like, have so many requirements. It's... I grew up dancing for, like, 16 years, and, like, rockettes were, like, our heroes because of what they you know, train and go through and then their kicks, of course. So I thought that was crazy, just kind of cute to read that he thinks he got it from his mom. That is so (laughs) cute. And I mean, it makes sense for like him to come from such an iconic woman and then just to Mm -hmm. become this iconic coach. So yeah, icons run in the family and the Finch fam. Um, Yeah. He ended up going. So Chris Finch was a little hooper. Um, He was – Went to a small D3 school in mm-hmm. um, Pennsylvania um, called Franklin yeah. and Marshall College. And that was in Lancaster, um, where he actually ended up becoming an All-American in 1991 and 92, which is amazing. Um, his overall career there was pretty stellar. I think that he is actually still one of the leading scorers. Yeah. Um in points, obviously, rebounds, but then also in assists, blocks, steals. Like, he was, like, kind of an all-around two-way player. So um, it totally tracks how um, and why he was an All-American, which is pretty amazing. So go Finch. Um, yeah. He actually ended up getting inducted to the Hall of Fame there, which is really cool. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah in 2002 um, and in 2019. So – Amazing. Yeah, I feel like he kind of left a legacy. I think I'd read an old John Krasinski article um from like when we when Finch we first picked like, him up came to the Timberwolves. Yeah. Yes, thank you. And um that was pretty interesting just to hear like his college coach talk about like how he hasn't seen a player like Finch since. Yeah. Um and like well, I guess there was this incident with he was a senior and there was a freshman player who like missed one of his passes. And during halftime, I guess Finch kind of laid into him, maybe pushed him up against a wall, but was just like, Hey, I'm not going to throw the ball to you if you're not going to catch it. And then, but the pl- other player was like, you know, that really spoke to me. Cause here was this senior player on the team who, um, was invested in how well I did. And yeah. yeah, he told me in a rough way, but it really like impacted me. And it kind of reading about that kind of, reminded me of how he is as a coach now like totally similar well what's so interesting about that too is like and he talks about this a little bit in his interview with JJ Reddick who um on JJ's podcast he has like a whole coaches series which is really interesting um but he had a coaches series episode with Chris Finch where he interviewed him and one of the things that Finchy said uh that was a big learning curve for him was um, going from like player to coach, because after he transitioned from um, his time at Franklin and Marshall, he ended up moving overseas and playing basketball in Europe, um, which is actually where he got his first 
coaching job as well from the team that he was playing with. And what he was talking about, though, is like, you know, holding people accountable as a player makes it easier as you get into coaching to hold your players accountable then, too. Yeah, that like makes perfect sense. It's I mean, and I feel like those things we see even just like from being fans, we see how he is that way or those actions even just during a game totally and I think I mean one example too like most recently um I can't remember what game it was but the pups kind of had lost control of the game and I want to say it was like end of the second quarter where um things just like we started out really strong and then things kind of just like started dropping off a cliff a little bit and yeah Somebody had asked Ant, like, I think it was, like, in a post-game interview, like, what happened at halftime? He's like, we got cussed out at halftime, so oh, we yeah. didn't want to yeah. get cussed out yep. after the game. <laughs> and so I think that Finch certainly just kind of has that um, – certainly the reputation of obviously being a player's coach, but that accountability, yeah. that accountability piece, like, holds true there too. Yeah, I think that is it. Like, he has a way of telling them what they're doing wrong, but mm-hmm. it's, you know – maybe not abrasive or it's just like understandable to them. I don't know. Yeah. But then he also has their back at the same Mm -hmm. time. So it's, I mean, that's like probably what you want. Best case scenario, it seems like. Yeah. Um, And I want to correct one thing I had said earlier. So Finchie was um, inducted into the Franklin and Marshall Hall of Fame in 2002. But then actually in 2019, he was inducted into the Berks chapter of Pennsylvania Sports Hall of Fame. So he is just like – Really? He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, so taking a couple steps back, I mean, one thing I love about our little episodes is we just kind of bounce around and talk about whatever we want. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, people are used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, by episode 11, you got to be used to it. Um, <laughs> he, After college, he ended up moving overseas to Europe, and he played for the Sheffield Forgers. And then I think that they had changed their name to the Sharks. I don't know if the you have Sharks, that. yeah. That's a cute little team name, the Sheffield Sharks. Yeah, Sheffield Sharks. Um, and he played In the there. British Basketball League, the BBL. The BBL. Oh, Brazilian. <laughs> it made me laugh because I'm like, Brazilian butt lift? No. The Brazilian butt British lift League? Basketball League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the BBL. Um, and he played the BBL <laughs> until 93, 97, um, which – is actually like a pretty long time. And then from there, he ended up yeah. getting that coaching career. And he was kind of one of like the very few um, player coaches that we have um, in the NBA. And I assume the BBL as well. From Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's pretty cool. I think that that's really kind of amazing. He had shared that um, the team knew that he wanted to get into coaching. And so they just were kind of like, hey, do you want this job? <laughs> yeah I mean like what a transition what like, a transition that is great I mean a total like 180 it feels like yeah to go from player to coach and um just for it to kind of I don't want to say like fall in your lap like that but just like for it to for the timing of it all to like come together in the way that it did I feel like is pretty yeah. major well and probably to have like the support of the team that you were just on also to be like okay mm-hmm. you know like in the players, yeah. I was just going to be say on that board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're doing something right then as a player if people are so behind you to make a transition to coach for sure quickly like that too. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's huge and speaks volumes yeah. to him as a person for the players to just be so, yeah, standing behind him like that. That's so cool. Yeah. Um. Okay, so here I can like. No, that's okay. 
Um, so <laughs> after, so he did, he actually like had quite a bit of success um, yeah, with tons those of sharks. Yeah. yeah, like they won multiple titles with him as coach. They earned, and then like during the 1998-99 season, he was actually awarded the BBL Coach of the Year. Major. So yeah, I mean, that's huge. Super, and yeah. And then. Um, yeah, so cool. I think like after he was in Sheffield and they had like a winning record mm-hmm. he moved to Germany and took over a German team and I'm probably saying this wrong but like the Giesen 46ers in the German basketball Bundesliga I really just wanted to say that Bundesliga um, you sound yes. good thank you <laughs> German basketball Bundesliga I'm probably saying it wrong but they he did not have a good record yeah, there they, they ended up letting him well go and, yeah yeah only after a season they were like 13 and four something it was bad was 13 yeah. and four. um or, or not 13 and 4. Or 4, four and 13, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's tough. Next after a season. Yeah. See you later, Finch. But then he ended up going to um, – where did he end up going from there? Belgium, I Belgium. think. Belgium. Belgium. Chocolate capital of the These world, right? These memes are crazy. These – yes. Oh, is it? I, I don't know. Maybe that's probably oh, – Belgian chocolate. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe it's Switzerland. Well, I, I we're not – this isn't really a geography wrong, podcast. Though. No, it is not. <laughs> um, okay. No, sorry. Okay, this name, though, these team names crack me up. But in Germany, okay, so from Germany to Belgium, and then he was coaching a team called the, I think it's Euphony Brie. I have no idea what any of that means. Here's the deal. There is nothing that's going to pump me up more than knowing that I'm part of the Euphony Brie. I mean – like what and it's not like brie cheese it's like b-r-e yeah i don't know i don't know either i guess i could oh yeah so he went there he went to to belgium um coached there um and he had a little bit of success there um where they ended up winning the championship in 2005 yeah 2005 um, which is pretty major so and it was like their first and only league championship, at least at that point, that the team had ever had. So it was major for them. Yeah, totally. Um, what was next in Finch's little journey? Okay. Next, he he was stayed in Belgium, um, and then he joined another team, Ugh. Dexia Mons. I know. I don't even sounded it, good. Whatever. Um, and then so they and he did well with them as well. They played. Um, in a, the Euro Challenge 2007 final. So they made it to the finals. Um, I don't, it doesn't, didn't say if they won, but they made it there at least with him as coach. Incredible. And it really is like to see him like go from program to program and have success mm-hmm. at most of them. That's impressive. Yeah, totally. And like, certainly, obviously, like not without really difficult things too, like with the German yeah. team and like not finding success in the same way that he had in the past. Um, you know, in a lot of other interviews that he's he's had, he's talked a lot about just how he really has like learned so much and like that he's made a lot of mistakes, but obviously is is taking those mistakes and turning them around into things that can be really successful. And then um, he ended up ultimately getting picked up by the Houston Rockets here. Um, yeah. In the NBA, and he had talked about too, like that that journey to um, the NBA was a little bit un- unexpected, maybe for him, just because yeah. he didn't have any like direct connections to the connections, league, um, yeah. which doesn't happen often. I mean, I think that the NBA is no, very much it's like, like who a, you know, yeah, I feel total like. who you know game. It's like a club. It, yeah, yeah, it's for sure a club. Like, yeah, it's a club. 
Um, <laughs> and now Finch is in it. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And he's – I mean, like, yeah, he's in it. He's in it. <laughs> um, and a front but runner yes, for Coach of did. the Year this year, I feel like, or at least going to become one. I mean, honestly, if we – like, God, I just, like – I know it's early, but – Obviously, I'm, like, hoping for a storybook season, and that would be a very nice ending to it. I mean, that would be crazy. Like, three, four years now with the Wolves and becoming Coach of the Year. Like, what? That'd be nuts. Yeah. So. Well, and so, okay, so he came here. He was on – he was a D-League coach. He won, like, D-League Coach of the Year one year. Yeah. Um, With the Houston Rockets, right? Yeah, yeah, with their, like, Rio Grande team or something. Yeah. It's whatever it's called. Sorry, my bad. I think it's – um, I thought it was like a Viper. Viper? Ooh. Yeah, real grand Viper. Man, that's actually a cool name. It's better. I mean, what are our – it's just the Iowa Wolves? Yep, the Iowa Wolves. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Viper is oh, much better than the Brie. Yeah. <laughs> like vibe-wise. If it was Brie cheese, that would be better, but yeah. no. I don't know. For, except for, for all the um, lactose girlies out there. I know. Me. <laughs> me. Lactose intolerant. Should not be eating Brie. <laughs> Um, okay. But yeah, so Sorry D-League Coach that, of the yeah. Year with the Houston Rockets. Okay, yes. He, um, that's such cool success for him to have first year in. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, you definitely are going to get noticed after that. I'm like, yeah. people will be trying to poach you. Yeah. Well, then he kind of bounced around from there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was um, assistant coach for the Houston Rockets like 2011 season-ish, I think. Yeah. And then he became the associate head coach. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, that's when he went to the Nuggets. Um, he joined their coaching staff, 2016, I think it was. Yeah, and him and Mike Malone um, coached yeah. together, um, yep. I think, as assistant coaches there. So they kind of have a fun history of um, working together, but then obviously yeah. playing together last year in um, the playoffs with uh, us versus the Nuggets. So hoping for round two this year. Yeah. With a different outcome. Yeah, Wolves dub. <laughs> um, okay, so then from Denver, uh, Finchie went to New Orleans 2000, in 2017. He was there for a couple seasons, I think. And then in 2020 is when he joined the Raptors as an assistant coach under Nick Nurse, who is actually um, like a colleague of his from the 2012 Summer Olympics. So that was kind of a fun little history, too. Yeah, that is And then history. after that, yeah. But then, you know, the rest is history because um, 2021, he was named head coach of the T-Wolves. Yeah. The Wolves. Woohoo. Welcome, Finch. Welcome to the game. Yeah. I mean, you've been here for a few years now, but we appreciate you. Yeah, we totally do. Um, I think one thing that's been just such a cool experience for us as Wolves fans is just seeing somebody, um, you know, I think that. Pre-Chris Finch, we had a couple of years of just, like, an inter- two interim head coaches. It was just, like, yes. really tough. Like, we just – it was, like, just a tough few years. And so for Finch to come in and um, build build what he's got going on now and with yeah. the Wolves and in such a short amount of time, um, he actually ended up receiving um, – some votes for coach of the year in 2021, um, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. He was still running. Um, that's when he signed his multi-year extension. So now here we are fast forward to 2023, 2024 season. And, um, we're hoping for that. Obviously we need votes for Chris Finch for coach of the year. 
I really like, I mean, we've heard all the good things Ant has to say about him. I had read an older um, article with Ricky Rubio giving him a lot of praise. Mm. I kind of actually forgot that Ricky Rubio was on our team for a minute again. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. But he had actually really nice things to say about Ricky Rubio. It just – or Ricky Rubio had nice things to say about Finch. Um, Just kind of like the kind of coach he was towards the players. He's the one who was saying things about how, like, you know, he'll – if it's wrong, he'll tell you it's wrong, but he's – like, you also still know he has your back. That's that's one of the things I read that he said. Yeah. Um, And then, like, I think the difference is, like, Finch has the ability to call, like, players out for mistakes, but, you know, in the tough moments – I don't know how to explain this. Give me a minute. Yeah. Sorry. No. I mean, I think that Finchie does also like a really great job of planning. I think that he is such an intentional coach, like where he does like an offense that has a lot of fluidity to it and he's not trying to like build anything that's super rigid for these players. I think yeah. that he also – Yes. He gives them a lot of freedom. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Totally does. And – but then – you know, we've, this is obviously like a huge through line in this whole conversation, but when they're not basically upholding their end of the bargain with, within this like free flowing offense, he has no problem being like, what the fuck is going on, bub? Well, he used to sit ant in the fourth quarter if, if an ant understood it. That literally happened on Monday against the Knicks. Ant was like, no, like, waving finch off that's like, a coach playing to win yeah yeah totally he was like waving finchy off and then cat ended up coming in for ant but it was like um just kind of a funny little it's funny to see some of those dynamics happening and like yeah of course that came out kind of just in real time yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it was cute but then yeah obviously went back in and did great but um yeah oh this was funny here's that quote ricky rubio oh, had okay. he's like for not being a head coach in the league and being the first time he's a head coach, he has big balls, <laughs> Wolves guard Ricky Rubio said. He's not afraid of the superstars, and he's not afraid of telling people how he sees things. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, I don't know what to say back to that, Ricky. I don't either. But um, I guess we're seeing, the, we're seeing it, though. Yeah. I mean, he does also talk about in a couple of other interviews that I was reading about um, or reading through that – He's like, yeah, you can't be afraid of the players. So, um, yeah, if that's, which is good, you can't, you cannot, because you're just gonna lose control of the locker room immediately. Yeah, and they're such they're yeah. such big personalities. So, like, I think that um, that just really speaks volumes to the presence that he has in those spaces in the room. Yeah, yeah, to be respected by these people with who have you know get plenty of respect themselves mm-hmm, for sure, um, and really demand it. You know, like. Yeah, yes. Um, I just don't even know what that would be like to walk into a locker room with these huge, huge, huge personalities and then have them all like. Yeah. Who are like elite at what they do, who know what they're doing for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Just really wild. Um, Really excited to see just like how overall like um, everything comes together this year. I think that now that we have Kat and Rudy just back on the floor. Working. Yeah. yeah, Together. and. they talk about Chris Finch being a really like elite offensive mind. And so I think that if anybody is able to figure out what it looks like for us to have Rudy and Kat on the floor at the same time and have that execute at a really high level and have our offense executing at a really high level, I think it's Finch that can figure it out. 
I think so too. I really do. Yeah. Like even just after reading articles about him today, I'm like, okay, I can see why this guy gets it. Yeah. And what, yeah, why the players are so just amped on it. So. Yes. My only, my only issue is that sometimes I wish he would call a timeout earlier. That. My only, my only complaint. And sometimes (laughs) I do wish that he would, like, there are times where I'm like, can we just like run a fucking play? Call a play. Like. Yeah. Let's (laughs) just make that happen, please, because we need a play on an inbounds with 17 seconds left. We need one. Yes. Uh, Yes. You know, like there's not – that's not to say that (laughs) we aren't going to get some dumb shot up, right? Like just because of how the cookie crumbles. We need a plan though. Let's get a plan look. Yep. Um, (laughs) Anything else on Finch that we want to talk about? I'm – content with like how he's been doing Me too. Uh, as a coach on our team I don't I mean I know people like get get down on him a lot a lot of fire finch chatter a lot of fire yes. finch chatter on the web but I haven't I there hasn't been a point yet that I've felt that way yeah I'm still I'm still thinking that this can work this is like something that we'll see how well it works for sure I agree and I think that there was definitely like a lot more of that last year I mean we started out last year in yeah. such a different garbage total garb yeah. um in such a different place that there was like a lot more of that I mean I think I probably fired off a couple of hot I mean tweets. I'm sure I did <laughs> I don't know maybe not though <laughs> I think I did um I don't know that I was like fire finch but I was probably like what we need a better plan than this. I, yeah. It was giving suspect for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it definitely feels different this year. Totally does. Yeah. And yeah. also, I mean, I think that we have such a um, a solid supporting cast in our assistant coaches mm-hmm. too that um, yeah. it's clear that there's just like so much trust amongst that group and, and just like within the organization right now, like – I think that the vibes that we see on the court being really high are also a reflection of the vibes within that like inner system and how well that's rolling out too. Yeah, it definitely is. I feel like it's, yeah, yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, cool. I mean, I think that that's kind of it on our little Chris Finch episode. One of these days we'll try to dig in and pull some more of like his personal life info and tea, but he really does try to keep things like fairly under wraps. So he's like not on social. He's like not out. Or he's just not out there. So, um, which good for you. Good for Don't be you. out there. I did see him at Nordstrom yeah. Rack downtown. Oh, um, oh, so he likes a deal too. He lo- guy loves a deal. And honestly, Chris Fitch looks like hot tip. He likes a deal, loves a deal. It's giving Ohio. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just he's Ohio through and through. Yeah. Um, no, I, I also love a deal. So here we are. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Who doesn't? We should do maybe a breakdown on like our assistant coaches sometime. Oh. I was actually just thinking that once you started talking about them, I was like, oh, we should probably at least give a rundown of who coaches what or, you know. Totally. That sort of thing. Sorry, my um, space heater just like made a crazy noise. And oh, it smelled- was that that noise? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. And it smells no, like okay. hot. Oh, God. Okay. Well, here, I'll quickly tell us the next few games Thank we you. have coming up and you can not burn your house down. Thank you. Okay. So tonight we have the 76ers at Target Center. woo um yeah no Joel Embiid hopefully that's just a win yeah a win 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 I hope we can keep um Tyrese Maxey under oh, under wraps he really has been going nuts going nuts he's been insane um then okay so then on Friday Black Friday well um, <laughs> the Kings are at Target Center Woo! so cannot wait yeah. for that game um, I bet that'll be crazy I'm bringing my dad to the game um oh, cute yeah and if you guys follow me on Instagram 
don't if you don't, but like <laughs> you can if you want, I guess. But um, my dad's like this cute little tiny super old guy and he um, hasn't been to a Wolves game and he used to go to like oh. all kinds of like Lakers games and stuff, but it's been a minute. So he'll be just like cute wearing like suspenders and probably like a vintage I was just going to say, and he wears suspenders, yeah. <laughs> which is the cutest. <laughs> yeah. So he'll be just cute at the game. Okay. And then... Sunday, Timberwolves are at the Grizzlies. <sighs> Honestly, I hope we cut. I was going to be worried about the Grizzlies this season, but I'm just like not anymore. I, I think we got it. I'm not super pressed. Not um, I mean, they were like who I was worried about before the season started, and I don't know why. I mean, I mean, with Jaw sitting out like the first half of the season, like yeah. basically, like or however many games, forty games, twenty games, yeah, uh, twenty so, games, oh, like quite a few. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are saying this is, like, kind of a wash. The season for the Grizzlies yeah. is kind of a wash. And especially the way that they've started out, too. Like, they were, like, yep. one in eight for a long time. Four. Yes. Yes. Um, it was bad. I think that they've since won a couple more and are, are playing better. Um, But I hope. I'm still not worried. I hope we cook yeah. them. Like, an aunt loves playing in Memphis. So. Okay, good. Yeah. That'll be a good one. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what we've got coming up. I hope everybody has fun at Target Center. Be super loud because I'm not going to be there and I'm sad, but. I'll send you a vid. Thank you. Yeah. But. Cheer, howl for me. Howl <laughs> for me. Okay. I'll have to. I'll work on my howls tonight. I'll get. And you can tell your dad. It's for Angie. Yeah. I will. He'll. Um, <laughs> I was showing him our podcast earlier today and he was like, so where do you listen to that? <laughs> like just Cute. on the internet, dad. Um, but yeah. So there you have it. There's. <laughs> Finch, there's the wolves this week. Um, Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, if you don't, I just hope you have a nice day. Yeah, me too. I hope, yeah. Celebrate, yay. Don't celebrate, also yay. Do you. Enjoy your time. Yeah. Eat something good, at least. God. Yeah, we actually have no plans tomorrow. We're like, we don't even have food figured out. We're like, well, there are places open. We could just order something. I love that. You guys are so cash. Yeah, we're just like... We don't want to make it any extra work. My mom's here, so I've been, like, cleaning my baseboards. Oh, so you have to. It's, yeah. like, giving that energy. Um, so here I am. But anyway, mm. we hope everybody okay, has well, a great day. Else, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then go like and subscribe to our pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts. Follow us on X. Follow us on Instagram, at The Boilings Pod. Um, you know, yeah. do all those things that we need. Yeah. And we'll see you um, on the internet and we'll see you at the games. Yeah. Right. Wolves back. Wolves back. <laughs>